Okay, hey everybody, thank you so much for joining us today at the RT Podcast, Respect, Humility, and Empathy. Those are not the most important values in life, but certainly as far as communication goes, those are three of the most important. And uh, that being said, uh, I got a special guest today calling out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Is that right? That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And can you introduce yourself, Larry? Well, I'm Larry Rhodes. Uh, I go by Doubter5 on my podcast, uh, digitalfaith.com. Uh, blog podcast which goes out on uh, Woza Radio which is a local low power radio station here in Knoxville you can see the information above yeah, my head there you got quite the setup I feel very yeah, low well, budget it's a professional DJ studio I feel very I low have, budget oh, no. I actually have a little makeshift um, studio in my room this is my room and so it's I can get some decent quality stuff going on here Sure. But so that being said, I, I read from your profile that you actually was in Cuba. You were actually in I, Cuba. I spent a year in Cuba when I was in the Navy in Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Bay. Uh -huh. um, I saw this. That was a radium in there. It was before, way before it was a prison. Oh, okay. I it saw was just this. a communication station and a naval base there. I saw this funny quote that says, Guant uh, waterboarding at Guantanamo Bay sounds like a great idea unless you actually know what that means <laughs> actually yeah. my sister spent um, three months in, in, in Guant not Guantanamo Bay uh, she spent three months in Cuba right before George Bush had put these really strict travel restrictions to Cuba a and amazingly I actually got to go to North Korea and within about maybe six months, around six months after, they closed the area that I went to because they, the North Koreans shot and killed a South Korean tourist. So wow. I, I kind of got in there at a very uh, opportune time. So, yeah. Uh, can I ask you uh, how long you were in the military and what branch? Oh, I was only in for four service. years, uh, between 68 and 72. I volunteered for the Navy rather than be drafted to go into the Army and sent to Vietnam. I was going to say you just yeah. missed it. Oh, I was I was eligible for the draft, but I was I elected to go into the Navy a week after I graduated high school, so that wouldn't mm. even be a problem. Um, both of my brothers uh, went into the Navy rather than try to rather than be drafted to go to uh, Vietnam, and we both survived the, the Vietnam War, of course. So, but we are Vietnam era veterans. Not Vietnam era. I mean, not well, Vietnam veterans. My mom was a Vietnam vet, but she, she didn't go to Vietnam, but she serviced the guys who had been um, blown up. So she told us a lot of those kind of stories growing up about some of the encounters that she had. And uh, it's very traumatic, as you can imagine, as an 18, 19 year old woman encountering guys who were blown up from the war, you know? Yeah, I had classmates that were drafted, and some of them didn't come back. Wow. Uh, and the ones that did, of course, came back changed. Oh, yeah. I bet. My cousin was a Vietnam, oh, no, not Vietnam, but my cousin was an Iraq War veteran. And I remember him telling me about what it was like coming back and trying to adjust back to life. Any chance you ever seen the movie Brothers with? God, I cannot think of the guy. I'll look it up right now. But it's about this, 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 this 
Jake G. I think Gian Hall. Jake Gian Hall's in it. Is that right? Um. um yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. in it. So, and I can't remember the other guy who's in it. But anyway, yeah. the point being is that he winds up going to Iraq and then he comes back. And there's this really crazy scene where they're at the dinner table and the daughter makes a joke to him. I'm not going to give away any spoilers, spoilers if you haven't heard it. No, I haven't seen, seen the, the movie. movie. But, but the child is, she makes some kind of joke to him and he's like, he gets really, really angry that she's made a joke. And she's like, like, dad, like, 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 this is the joke. And he just, he can't really process it. Like something has been changed about his mind. And then she's like messing around with the balloon and he, he like he grabs it and he breaks it because the sounds like were throwing him off, you know? So right. another one of our guests who went to Iraq, he said that it was the garbage trucks. When the garbage trucks came, mm. uh, that caused some some that reactions. Flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. So no, I saw a movie called Heroes with, of all people, uh, Henry Winkler in it, uh, who was a, a Vietnam vet, and he had a lot of problems with flashbacks and PTSD. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to see it, it's God, uh, forty years old. Heroes came out in seventy-seven. I recommend it. Heroes. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. Oh, just out of curiosity, what is your favorite war movie of all time? Oh, goodness. Um, Apocalypse Now, I guess, would, would be a good one. <laughs> That's um, a good one. There was a series called Brothers in Arms that was on uh, uh, HBO, which was very good. About World War II? Yeah. Mm -hmm. My I, dad was a World War II vet. Oh, and, wow. Uh, he, was, he was captured by the Germans and spent wow. nine months in a prison war camp. Are you serious? So, that was close to close to home yeah wow hey i got a i got an interesting story to tell you <laughs> it'll blow you away about world war ii the captured pow's they they were nazis okay so mm -hmm. they were there was a concern that they might be uh fraternizing with the nurses who had to take care of them so what they decided to do was to send black nurses to take care of them because they're like with this racial superiority they'll never you know they'll never go after yeah. this but but this one couple wind up falling in love and um th this historian wind up writing a book about them many years after the fact she had just read some anecdote in some some in a book and then she went back and she researched it and but yeah, it was an amazing story because they tried to go back to Germany. They weren't accepted there. They came back to America. Both sides saw them as being traitors. Uh, but it really went to show went to show that love overcomes all, and even race, even um, Nazism. Yeah. So, anyway, cool. uh, before we get started, I want to ask you. I want to ask you if you could describe your religious journey or deconversion, or if there was ever a point that you had faith in your life? Oh, sure. Yeah, I was born into a Christian family. Mm -hmm. My deconversion story, and I, I recommend that everybody who's de deconverted from a religion to atheism uh, write their story down mm. uh, as encouragement or at least uh, support for other atheists or believers who are, try who are trying to make the trip. Or A lot of times you make the trip without really wanting to or trying to. Mm. You just lose your faith. You... Uh, 
find out you no longer believe it. It's mm -hmm. more of a realization than anything else. But in my case, um, I went to, I was born in a Christian family, went to church, was raised. I didn't go religiously to church. Uh, my mother was the religious one. My dad, not so much. But um, we, I certainly believed in God and Jesus and all that before I went in the Navy. And in the Navy, uh, I, I, if you didn't go to church, I didn't like going to church. I don't, no I didn't like, I didn't like re religion, even though I believed. If you went to the military, if you were in the Navy, like say no more. Yeah. I've heard the stories well, in the Navy. Yeah. Well, what I did do, uh, if you w didn't go to church on Sunday, then they found things for you to do like, um, mow yards or, uh, uh potato, potato mow, duty. Mow, yeah. Potato pillar <laughs> in the kitchen. But what I did was I used that time to explore the the churches of other beliefs. Um, you know, I went to Islam church, a Jewish church, uh, um, other things that were out there. I just, um, you know, learned, just went there to see what they were doing. It didn't really shake my beliefs, um, but it gave me a kind of a, uh, an idea of what they had in common. And, you know, just God belief that they, their God created the universe and the earth and people. But I never did really lose my belief until after I got out of the Navy, took the GI Bill and went to UT here in Knoxville, mm. Tennessee, University of Tennessee. Uh, there, um, I met my first quarter there and met and fell in love with a, a very pretty young girl uh, who happened to be an atheist. And her father wow. was a deacon in the church. Uh, wow. And she knew my religion better than I did and wow. didn't buy any of it. So we had long conversations going late into the night about uh, beliefs and mm -hmm. the counters to those beliefs. And by the end of that year, I was seriously questioning. And by the second year, I was pretty much an atheist. I did no longer believe. So I went to Bible college my freshman year, and I wind up becoming an atheist just by being around all the Christians and seeing the level of hatred and uh, judgment judgmentalness that they had but mm -hmm. but i was in love with the girl and she went on a missions trip to indonesia and she got bit by a snake and she died there wow so yeah i was a pretty pretty traumatic a lot of things wind up playing into that but i did wind up becoming an atheist that freshman year and i didn't <clears throat> wind up coming to christian till the age of 32 i had a very can you, can you tell me about your deconversion from Christianity to atheism? Well, as I said, I, my mom put a lot of pressure on me to go. Um, I started asking some questions, like, like listen to this. So, so we took a survey of the New Test of the Old Testament, and they asked, or we we were, you know, we we're asking about like why is this, there's this genocide or the slavery, and the professors would like justify it, and it's like, oh man. Some of their justifications were pretty were pretty harsh, and and I remember probably one of the biggest doubting things that caused me uh, to really doubt. One of the things that really caused me to doubt was that sometimes we'd pray, have some prayer requests in the morning, and one of the times we were praying for someone's mom; they were sick, and then the next week. They came in and said, oh, my mom's better. The cancer's gone. And everyone's clapping and stuff. And then sometime later, I can't remember the order of this. But 
we are someone has said, oh, my wife's coworker is going to get a, uh, an abortion and she has an opportunity to speak to her today before she goes and, you know, let's pray. So we prayed and then he came back in the next week and they're like, oh, well, she still had an abortion. Um, and they were like, well, you know, we don't, we can't really know God's plan. He's going to work something out in all of this. So I was like, you just, you attributed one time to God and the other time not. And then a third time, I remember, maybe there were other, there had to have been other times where we had the prayer request, but this is just the one that stuck out. Another young boy um, was praying because he had some financial difficulties, okay? And so we all prayed. And then afterwards, like, everyone just, they prayed and everyone went their way. And I was just like, uh, are we, like, not even going to try to do, like, anything to help him? Right. And I In remember, I world. swear, mm-hmm. I swear, I had about $40 to my name. I was, like, super, super poor in college. And and I gave him, like, $20 of that. I, was, I know it wasn't a lot, but that's, like, freaking half of the money I had. Sure. And sure. so I thought, like... <clears throat> This is out of those three prayer requests. This was the only one that we could have actually done anything. And we just didn't even attempt it. So anyway, it's a combination of lots of different things. And as I said, I went down my whole path and I did. I mean, if you look here, I got all the world religion. Can you see that? I got like uh-huh. all the world religions yeah. tattooed on me. I was into Islam. But yeah, I eventually made my well my way back to Jesus Christ. But that being said, I do have some questions I'd like to ask you, Larry. All right. Um, first question is what is the purpose of your show? Can you tell me um, a little bit about it? Well, it's, it's, the show is called, uh, digital free thought radio hour. And, uh, we have a collection of atheists and non-believers. We have a deist that comes on occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we talk about religions, religious faiths, God's holy books and superstition. And we also talk about atheism and free thought and rational thought and, the thought process. Matter of fact, we even discuss epistemology. Mm-hmm. Epistemology, uh, for those who may not know, is the study of how we gain knowledge. Mm-hmm. And um, we cover a variety of topics. Uh, it goes out on FM radio here in Knoxville at a low power of only 100 watts, but it covers all of downtown. And w- since we record it, uh, we also turn it into a podcast, right, right. which is available through many podcast outlets. How long uh, have you been doing this total? So I've been doing the radio show uh, once a week, and we have 230 episodes now. About four so years? So it's about four years. Okay. Yeah. And, and I've had my blog up uh, for about 15 years, maybe 12, 15. So does it concern you that if you are, if you surround yourself with a bunch of um, atheists or free thinkers, mm-hmm. that there's you've created like an echo chamber that you're not really getting a variety of opinions and there's a there's a potential to be like just as close-minded as the people that you're trying to combat like, does that ever continue? sure no every weekend i mean every week that we do this we ask for input from anybody in the mm-hmm. audience we we supply an email address mm-hmm. a matter of fact i'll give you that now it's called ask an atheist at knoxvilleatheists.org. <laughs> I love and, the email. Uh, yeah. And you can, anybody can send us uh, questions and we'll talk about yeah. them online. But the thing about it is, 
we are not a closed-off community. We talk about the world at large. It's a bunch of atheists that get together and talk about it. But we also talk to many believers online through the week and bring questions and topics back to the show when we discuss them there. See, now, we have had believers online, mm -hmm. but um, sometimes they tend to try to run away with the show and, and be preachy, right. if you know what right. I mean. Yeah, I do. Definitely. Yeah. Well, so let, let me, I'm telling you this because, so I do this podcast and I normally have an atheist co-host, um, one of several different ones. Uh, they're not available at this point. It's, sometimes I just like to do some one-on-one -on -one interviews occasionally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the questions that they ask are questions that like would not enter into my conscience. I swear, like, like I interviewed another couple they are the founders of this atheist society of Kern County, which is my hometown. And their insights, like, like I just would not, I would never think about them. And sure. so talking to people from a variety of yeah. different opinions but and backgrounds is. You, you've got fun. to remember that I'd say like 90% of all atheists have come from a, a religious background. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have, we've grown up in that background. Mm -hmm. We know the stories, we know the Bible, we know, uh, the arguments that have been brought to us because they are repeatedly the same arguments over and over again. Moral, it's not like we're waiting for some new insight to, to impinge upon our consciousness. We've been there, done that, and got the t-shirt. Mm -hmm. I see. So, okay. So what is the purpose of an atheist society? And can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, sure. Uh, the religious societies tend to want to marginalize and isolate uh, anybody who doesn't believe it's mm -hmm. just one of their tendencies um they don't want them to 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 know that they even have a society that it's okay not to believe that um when you're an atheist especially like i was live, living and growing up and, and being an adult i've been an atheist for 50 years by the way wow um i'm definitely living in the bible belt you know it's like you're totally alone so one of the reasons that we do this mm. show is to know and have a society, mm -hmm. uh, the, the group, as it were, is that we want to let them know they are not alone mm -hmm. and they can feel safe and comfortable with the society of other atheists here in Knoxville and in East Tennessee. And of course, yeah. across the world. There's a, any chance you like country music? It's an interesting question because I grew up in West Tennessee uh -huh. Just, I watched the Nashville broadcasts oh. all the time. I only had three channels back then. <laughs> and country music was all over it. Uh, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. the old country music. I don't have much care for this new country music. Oh, I um, cannot stand it. I just, I don't like it. Uh, however, and the reason I say it was funny is back in the 90s, early 90s, I lived here in Knoxville and they had a show that they recorded here called Club Dance. It went out all across the world on the Nashville network. And I was a regular dancer on that show for five years. Wow. So uh, I heard a lot of country music there. Most, a lot of it I didn't like, some of it I did. But uh, you know, I, I grew to like some of it more. What are your, I, by the way, I totally agree with you. I love that old school twang. Like mm -hmm. anything within the last 20 years, I probably wouldn't like. Right. Like, oh my good, goodness, Garth Brooks, George Strait, Clint Black. Oh my mm -hmm. God. That's like, oh, I yeah. love those guys. Yeah. But that but, new uh, stuff, yeah. I I, I like, prefer rock and roll. Yeah. 
oh, I prefer rock and roll any day of the week. But uh, mm-hmm. my mom used to play country all the time growing up. So it's very yeah. embarrassing. I'm a Mexican from the east side. I like country music. But it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I got into it because my mom. Yeah. Uh, so here's another question. I didn't didn't write on here, but um, hopefully you don't mind improvise. But do you know what you get when you play country music backwards? Oh yeah, you get a guy who gets his dog and his truck and his girl back. And he gets sober. Okay. All right. <laughs> and gets sober. Yeah. Okay. So, I, so actually, this this question is related, and the people from the atheist society they told me they, they told me this. That the people Which atheist who, society? The one here in Knoxville? No, it's a Kern Kern Atheist Society. It's my hometown. I can send you the link to that video. Okay. Um, but actually, just side note, um, this podcast was created had its roots at one of their events because they meet at pizza parlors and you know they have some beers and pizza and, and I went to one kind here of like in Knoxville. No, no, this is my hometown, Bakersfield. Okay, well, we have, I mean, I founded the Atheist Society oh, of did. Knoxville. Okay. So when you say Atheist Society and you said you, you started at one of those events, I, it, it kind of throws me off. So, but, yeah, so in my we'll hometown. See, going forward, it's not a, a, ASK. ASK. Um, Atheist, Atheist Society of Knoxville. ASK. No, so they go A at ASK. Okay, so ASK. Yeah. They call it ASK, Atheist Society of Kern. Okay, because I, I was thinking no, Knoxville. Atheist Society of, of Knoxville, which is where I live. Right, I right. that group 20 years ago nearly. So, okay, so 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 the point is, is that, well, first of all, I went there kind of like to debate one of the guys because he was posting some really disrespectful Christian stuff, but I think he was doing it to kind of like fit in with them because uh-huh. once he got to talking to each other, we really hit it off, had a pizza, a few pitchers of beer, talked for like three hours or like, God, I really like this guy. Like, I don't want to debate this guy anymore. So we mm-hmm. found common ground. That's that's the kind of things we try to do with this podcast. Yeah. We try to find common cool. ground. But yeah. the Atheist Society of Kern, what they told me was that a lot of the people, they came out of religion, as you said, and they feel very abused and very neglected and lied to and all this stuff. So they come out of there with like a lot mm-hmm. of anger and hatred. And they say- they Oh, are- let's say angry, anger, okay? Well, I won't agree on hatred. Well, I'm telling you what they told me. And it okay. says like they they feel like they um, they see like a transition, like all that anger. And then the more they start to accept this side of themselves and the more they, they see that the other people believe the same way that I do, that they actually say that they can see like a transformation that occurs in these people's lives. But they say one of the things that they miss the most is the community because like objectively speaking if i were to not become a christian which i can't ever foresee that scenario happening but if i were to like having that community having that family would definitely be something that i would miss well yeah uh church offers that of course and but they you don't have to have religion to have a society there are many societies that out there that are civic societies like even the lions club or uh um, some social gathering that you get together with. There was a country dancers social scene here in Knoxville. You don't need religion for community. Even neighborhoods get together for little neighborhood parties. Um, that's great. Uh, I mean, people are are social animals. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But I get that. But if, yeah, if you have a church 
and you're seeing these people multiple times a week and you're spending so, a lot of holidays with them, it's like very, you can get a lot, it's like become family, you know, like the people in our I family. Sure, like, I understand. Like literally. Well, that's one of the reasons we have our meetings once a week. I see. Once a week? What, what kind of yep. things do you guys do? Uh, we, well, during COVID, we had uh, Zoom meetings. Mm -hmm. But before, for years, before we had, before COVID, we got together at a local restaurant and had dinner together. Mm. And we would have 20 to 30. At one time, we had 45 people. Wow. Uh, I can show you uh, a background. Since I'm using Zoom, I can choose a picture and show it as my background. Sure. Wow. Of some of these meetings, or at least one of them. I'd love to see that. Okay. What kind of food do you normally eat? Oh, pizza, uh, calzones, uh, mm. chicken, baked chicken, fried chicken, you know, just all kinds of Southern food. Oh, uh, I was going to say. It's that's... a pizzeria, so it had all of that. Do you, do you, and you have the tea, the, the sweet tea? You guys do yeah. that? Uh, here's here's oh, one. Right. This is... And do you guys, do you guys allow like uh, believers to join you? Yes, you absolutely. Do. Now, one guy, I mean, we've had all kinds of believers join us. You can imagine a, a public atheist gathering is going to uh, <laughs> draw some proselytizing. <laughs> and uh, this guy was no, no different. He came and he preached to us. Sit, he would sit down. Um, we would talk to him about our common ground we think mm -hmm. that we you know we have uh, ideas about reality and and evolution and and uh space and physics and all that mm -hmm. he would literally laugh in our face and call us fools and he came for two months i mean people just stopped talking to him after a while but that's the kind of stuff that we had to put up with well i'll tell you this but we did have some nice believers come you as did. well you got any other pictures i'm looking now uh, I don't keep a lot of those pictures in uh, my Zoom background, but I could find some. Now, do you... Here's an interesting picture you might enjoy. Uh... I was doing an Ask an Atheist booth, and this guy sat down. <laughs> oh, 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 I didn't even see that. He's a knight. Yeah, he's, he's a crusader. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Is a Christian guy? Is what? He's a Christian guy? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he brought a cameraman with him. I was on campus holding an Ask an Atheist booth, you know, for just people wanting to wander up and ask what atheist was about. Heaven knows there's plenty of religious proselytizing on, on campus. So I went and represented, and he came along. So uh, what you was know, funny was that he wasn't dressed like that for me. He was dressed like that to go to a class, and he knew I was out there, so he swung by uh, <laughs> and brought his cameraman and, and did a video. He was there I, for about half an hour. I thought he was doing that to kind of like like to troll you, because that would be right. like well, a little. He, he was a Christian, and he had a lot of good questions, and I was more than happy to answer them, you know, right. from an a atheist perspective. But, but let me ask you this: How do you distinguish between a troll and someone who's who wants to have an honest dialogue with you? Um, usually it's the attitude. Mm. Here's a, another picture. We've been doing this for 16 years, wow. uh, having meetings like this. Uh, the, the group has been around for 19 years, but we only started doing weekly meetings uh, since like 2008, I believe. 
so what is the ratio you would say there from believers to atheists? Oh, right there. They're all members. Uh, I don't see any particular believer there. I see. Um, so actually, that leads right into the next question is, mm -hmm. do you think that atheism can be considered a religion or a cult? Because um, hold on, why would me, you think it would be? Let, it's let me, an absence me, of religion. Let me let me finish with sure, the, the question, ahead. because I am involved with an atheist community online and mm -hmm. Very recently, I've actually exited out of there because someone had kind of like said that I was a progressive Christian, which mm -hmm. I'm definitely more progressive than other Christians, but they had yeah. like referred to me as being like affirming. And I said, well, I'm not exactly like affirming because. Affirming? I'm not familiar with that. Affirming. Oh, like affirming. I affirming gay, gay, LGBTQ. And so I said, I said, I'm not exactly affirming, but I kind of have a position that's somewhat in between because like, I believe that hate speech should be illegal. And uh, I do believe in gay people should be allowed to get married and stuff. But I said, like, personally, like I wouldn't perform a gay marriage. I wouldn't attend a gay marriage, but um, like, that's not something I think the government should be involved with. Right. And then so they started asking me questions and I said, well, look, um, I don't think that it's possible to transition from being one gender to the other. I said, I could be wrong. I'm not an expert on biology um, or anything like that. But I said, this just doesn't seem like that's possible. And so as a result of that, I got dogpiled by everyone there. And like, it wasn't even like I was going in there and be like, oh, trans, transgender, gays. Like, I wasn't attacking anybody. But somebody asked me my opinion. So I'm like, if you ask me my opinion and I tell it to you, then why would you get mad at me for expressing my opinion? This was in person? No, this is online. Oh, so I can't, I can't speak for people online. You get all kinds of people on there. But getting back to your question, do you want to hone in on why you think? Uh, just hold on. Just let, let me finish. Let me finish. Sure. So the point is, is that I really think especially after experiencing that, that that atheists can be just as closed-minded and just as intolerant in their beliefs as believers. And and I, I fully accept that believers are- Well, do you are, consider intolerance of intolerance uh, a, a bad thing? I mean, because what they're doing is they're they're taking the opposite side of intolerance. Uh, I, I think you, re you were presenting that uh, you would not tolerate or not support or, or think mm -hmm. it's right that a, a person can change gender mm -hmm. um, and they may have viewed that as intolerance I don't know I don't know really I can't really speak to because I wasn't there and I didn't right. know what you said mm -hmm. but anyway no I, I don't think that they should have dogpiled on you but right and but that's fine if if they just would have disagreed with me that would be fine but then people started attacking me on like a personal level and this is what i this is well, always I, wrong right so i see this i see this like if you um like we need to we need to say it's okay we can agree to disagree on some points like respectfully um attacking people and hurting people that's never okay on either side either mm -hmm. side and this is why you know i had a, a bisexual guest come on and um I told him I didn't think that, uh, I didn't. I didn't think 
that hate speech should be legal. And mind you, he's LGBTQ. And he says, well, I think that hate speech should be legal. So it's like, here's an issue. And I, we're kind of explaining about this, like, because they were telling me that either I support their rights 100% or I'm not an ally. And I'm like, well, I'm like 75% of the way there. I'm not going to, they want me to, to say wow. that I approve of that. Well, they want me to say that I approve of that. And I said, I'm not going to say that I approve of it. But at the same time, I don't think that the government should be restricting people's rights like that. So anyway, that's just a case where even, even he was a member of that community and I had a more extreme view than he did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like I say, I don't see how you're saying that atheists are a religion or a cult because we, we joined together to, in that particular instance, you, you, you experienced a, a, an attitude from a group of people no, about no. a particular topic. <laughs> First of all, I mean, as a question, huh? I said, first of all, that was a question. I wasn't saying that. Oh, I believe the answer that. is no, I don't. Okay. Now, the reason I say that, and, and let me defend it a little bit. <laughs> sure. uh, if you look up religion, it usually has to do with uh, common tenets, mm -hmm. uh, a holy book, something that uh, you can point to to say, uh, this is how we, we believe. Uh, we, this is how we uh, interpret the world and atheism per se is just one answer to one question and the question is do you believe in gods now if you say no you're an atheist anything else is something different like let me give you an example mm -hmm. um Taoism, it's mm -hmm. a eastern religion mm -hmm. so is confucianism and uh, oh there are several even buddhism mm -hmm. uh they don't believe in gods they believe in ancestor worship. worship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, those are atheistic religions. But it's not the atheistic part that makes them a religion. It's their belief, their holy books, their, their rituals, their tenets that they hold uh, to uh, Taoism or Confucianism or Buddhism, mm -hmm. in addition to them not having a belief in a god. Matter of fact, non-belief in a god is not in their books it's just that it's like omitted it's not there because they don't have them mm -hmm. so in principle i understand what you're saying and in principle i would agree with you but would you not also say like by definition if you don't believe in that then you have to discount pretty much anything that's supernatural or no would you, you don't have to no like i say uh buddhism <laughs> Believe in the soul. Believe in continuity after after you die, you reincarnate. Um, Taoism and Shintoism believe that their the spirit uh, continues to exist, and they worship their their ancestors, um, but they don't have God belief. Hmm. So you you can say that there are whole religions which have supernatural beliefs that don't include a God belief. Therefore, they are atheistic. Like I say, anything other than that one answer to that question is something else. Mm, interesting. Okay. So, okay. So, all right, let's get past that one. But the, the, overall, uh, the overall majority of atheists, wouldn't you say, uh, reject like, uh, or would believe in materialism, let's say. That. I'd say the over, overall majority of Western atheists, I would say, 
reject uh, supernaturalism. Okay. All right. So uh, we had a very interesting talk with a guy who said that um, he wrote a book actually called um, The Curious Cult of Atheism. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, we were interviewing him with my co-host from Canada. And I was like, I'll be very clear. Like, I don't believe that atheism is a cult. But there can be cultish, like, groupthink mentality that exists that, um, and this is not just, sure, this is not to say that, yeah, this is not to say it's it's the case with everybody. Mm -hmm. And there's obviously extremely bad fringe elements in every group, right? Because, like, as as a believer, I would say I more closely would align with, like, a secular humanism than uh, the religious fundamental right wing like Donald uh, Trumpets. Like, I just don't align with that, you know? Mm-hmm. People who want to take the religion and shove it down uh, people's throats via right. the government. Pass like, blue I, laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not okay with that. So this is why I'm saying like, anytime you're trying to paint anyone with the, with the same brush, it's pretty hard to do, you know? Right. But I'm just telling you what my thinking has been with this what i've seen is that atheists can be just as dogmatic and closed-minded in their assertions as christians are, are. we not human mm-hmm. humans can be uh closed-minded and dogmatic no matter what but like i said you know atheists let's say that um atheists you take all the atheists in the world some of them are going to be racist you, they those particular atheist uh races could form a group and that could be uh some kind of uh, atheist kkk or something that doesn't mean that the atheism was the thing driving their beliefs right. against race and that but they are human and they fall to the same fa- failures that all of us do right so i but, i asked. but i get the impression that you're trying to pin it on atheism per se well i'm just my experience my experience has been that lip okay let's just say um you would say mo- more often than not, atheists tend to be liberal people, right? Right. Okay. So I, I would say, to, but I, I used to be extremely left wing liberal. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this that community, they're just as close minded as the people as on, on the far right. It's like you have to agree with us, or you guys are just bigoted idiots. And you might not understand that there's maybe different reasons why people might disagree with something that than the obvious reason that you think right like for example you might assume that uh if i don't i don't want uh, I, if i want to see some restrictions on um transgender rights for example that i'm somehow bigoted towards them but it's not i'm actually concerned about my daughter like if, if a woman or if a biological woman who's transitioned walks into the bathroom with me i'm not going to care one way or the other it's not going to affect my safety. It's not going to affect. I'm, I'm having a problem uh, following you. You're saying that, I mean, you're, you're speaking about atheists and liberals, and, and you haven't once mentioned anything about conservatives or believers being you know, having those traits as well. Oh, are you just, oh, no, are you just coming? No, no. I don't understand why you would. Are you saying that we claim not to be, but we are? Is that what you're saying? No, so so first of all, I said I'm more closely. I would say I'm more closely the, theologically or uh, ideologically aligned with 
with secular humanists than I am the religious fundamentalist. Okay, so I'm not saying that there's a, there's more or less of a of a disagreement, whatever where I where I stand myself. Okay, well, what know, I'm saying. Not, I only hear you singling out um, the leftists and the atheists. I what I'm saying is because I've been a member of both of those groups as an atheist, as a liberal, as an extreme liberal, I'm like a moderate now, but I've found that those, that that community, like they're just as, they're just as close-minded. I and disagree. Just as, I guess we can both have our own opinion. Yeah, of course. That's fine. I'm, I'm telling you what I said. So you have okay. your, you have your experiences with your community and you have those, I have my experiences uh, in a different, obviously we're in a different generation, uh, a, a different age generation and culture, all that well, stuff. We have all kinds of all ages in our groups. I'm one. Yeah. Of the, I'm like the oldest, one of the oldest. The, the point being, at, go ahead. Yeah, the point being is that the liberals are like, okay, it, we have these beliefs, and if you don't agree with this, then you're you're just big bigoted and intolerant and like an idiot and closed-minded. Um, so if you if you take a look at, for example. A lot of the memes that atheists produce online, they're saying that they're more morally superior to Christians. Oh, and the religious don't do that. I'm not saying. Obviously, that's the case. It's obviously uh, I'm, the I'm, case. But it's obviously the case that Christians do that. I'm saying that there's they both do it. That, that's all I'm trying to say. I'm not okay. making. There are there are like you said fringe elements in both groups. Yeah. But all I hear you talking about is the liberal atheists. <laughs> I'm not making any excuses for for the the trumpets, the the right wingers. I'm not. I'm not, or the religious people who want to project their religion onto other people. I'm not. There's no excuses. For yeah, them. but you're not they talking say, about them. You're just ignoring them entirely, and no, you're I'm saying not. that the liberals and the atheists are, are posting memes that show that they're superior and more moral, and yeah, and in totally ignoring the other side. But we obviously know that, like that's a given. That's a positive given that the people um, on the right, the the, the trumpets, they they think that they're morally superior. We know that. That's that's a given. Okay. So what the point I'm trying to say is that, from what I see, from my perspective, is the people on the the left or the the secular humanists, they're just as intolerant. They have the same kind of intolerance and the same kind of intellectual. I disagree. Okay, that's fine. I'm giving you my opinion here. That's fine. Okay. I totally agree to disagree on that point. What I'm trying to say is that. There is a feeling of um, intellectual superiority, and I would call it snobbery as well, that we feel like the other side can't understand logic or science. Okay, I'm getting kind of tired of this. Um, I think we should wrap it up. I've answered your questions that you pushed, that you put to me before, and now you just kind of settled in uh, how the, the atheists and the liberals are, are morally inferior, although they no, post... Not I didn't uh, see that. Morally superior and snobbish and 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 all this other stuff. I, I don't care to listen to this. No, I'm I'm not saying either side is, is better. I'm just saying that they both have these. That's the only point I'm, I'm trying I'm, to make. I, did I not say that we were human? Yeah. Yeah. Humans course. have problems mm -hmm. and they, they come across sometimes. Uh, even atheists. There mm -hmm. are bad atheists as well as good atheists. And, mm -hmm. and it's, it's why would you dwell on that rather than talk about the issues itself? Atheism versus Christianity or, or Islam or whatever. You're just sitting there bad-mouthing a bunch of people. No, I'm not. I'm, that's not. That's Please, please understand what Let's I'm saying. Let's talk about issues involved in beliefs. Isn't that what we should be talking about? 
it, but see, the thing is, I respect your I respect your right to have your belief and say that uh, even if you want to badmouth uh, Christians and say that we have a certain like it's it's all right we we have a free, we have a free country, you know we should be allowed to express ourselves and not feel the need to demean each other is the point I'm trying to say. Right. There. That's what, uh, not that I'm that's fine. To you. Yeah, but I'm hearing you demean us. No, or no, maybe you're just saying we shouldn't demean you, and the, and then you won't get off the subject. I don't understand. No, I'm saying I'm saying everybody. The point of this podcast, and why? Let me ask you a question, Larry. Why do you think I would choose as a Christian to have an atheist as a co-host? Answer that question to me. Maybe because you want to talk about issues that you have with us. Like no, that. we find common ground. I told you the way that this podcast started was over some pizza and some beer. Well, I understand. Right. So we talk about, as I said, I raise questions, I raise issues about their worldview. They raise questions You're about mine. You're not raising, Chris. Uh, okay. Go so ahead. I, I, Let's I, I try to just put a pin in it and start again. Go ahead. Yeah. So I don't, I'm saying they ask me questions. They question it from a different perspective than if I were just to hang around a bunch of Christians. I don't want to hang around a bunch of Christians. They, it's an echo chamber. One person says one thing and then they repeat sure. it and then they repeat it and they repeat it. Mm -hmm. So for me, it gets me outside of my echo chamber, right? And then I'll be the first to admit that, you know, like if you're just trying, let, let's say we got into debate and, and we're just genuinely trying to prove our positions right, Larry. Sure. And, and this is not what we do on this podcast. Mm -hmm. But if that were the case, then what happens is, is that you, you neglect the kind of points that I'm making because you're already trying to jump over to try to think how how can i disprove this okay so that's the problem whenever you have debates is that people aren't genuinely trying to see the other person's perspective or who's right they're trying to win the debate and so if you have to go low blow on someone if you have to um commit logical fallacies or whatever you're just trying to win the debate and so that to me is not moving along the conversation like actually having conversations with people and trying to understand why they believe this way and that's that's the point I'm trying to make in all of this. I, I hope. Yeah, it, but you're not you're 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 not ad addressing why I believe that way. You're addressing the problems that you're having with particular atheists online, mm -hmm. and you're calling them snobbish and morally superior, and and all this. You're not talking about the ideas of atheism or the ideas or concepts of religion. We're not discussing any of that generally don't get caught up in that specifically though i mean we, we, not that it doesn't come up uh but we are interested in trying to find out uh you know kind of like where people make their conversions one and two kind of like some of the underlying reasons why people maybe have these beliefs because i could here here's a very common misconception that christians have about atheists and i'm really glad that i've got to to listen to this because there's a wide range of, right. of reasons why but a lot of Christians will assume that you guys just hate God and right. you guys, right? You realize that, right? I, I realize that a lot of Christians think that we hate God and that we're atheists because something bad happened to us and we're rebelling mm -hmm. against God. Mm -hmm. I could ask them the same question. Why do you hate Santa Claus? <laughs> Why do you rebel against Santa Claus? We don't hate him. We believe that he doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. not real. He isn't there and never has been. Mm -hmm. Why would we hate a fictional character? Mm -hmm. So, so the other, the other, the other thing that Christians do, which annoys me, is that they say that like atheists lack morals, 
or they, they have like moral compasses, like they, they, they lack moral compasses, right? And mm-hmm. so the people who I interview, you know, they're family men. They, they have sons, sure. daughters, they're married, mm-hmm. they do charity work. And so this is what I'm trying to do. I, I think you completely uh, misunderstood what, what I was well, trying no, to do. We, now we, we can talk about morals. You weren't yeah. talking about morals before. We try to humanize um, the other side is what yeah. I'm trying to say. We try to say, hey, look, I'm a Christian, but if you want to talk about, you know, politics, philosophy, we, I can have sure. those talks with you. Mm-hmm. And I know how to avoid logical policies and, you know, create yeah. inductive arguments, whatever. Well, did you ever get a quest, an answer back to your why atheists can be moral? Like in my worldview, I believe positively that atheists, and you may not like this, but I believe that atheists more often than not, act more in, a, in accordance with the Bible than Christians do. Because I've seen Christians virtually neglect what's in the Bible. Like, almost like okay. 90 yeah, something. But the thing about it is there, if there is so much stuff in the Bible. Uh-huh. In the Bible, uh, there are 613 commandments. Uh-huh. Uh, and you know that there are two sets of 10 commandments, and they mm-hmm. don't agree with each other. Um, there, in the Bible, God says it's okay to own slaves. It tells you how to acquire them and how to mark them and how how you can sell mm-hmm. your daughter into slavery if you want to, how you can get slaves from your nearby uh, village. Mm-hmm. Um, it's There are a lot of things that tells you that you need to kill witches when you find them. You need to kill homosexuals. All of that is in the Bible. And if I, I would think that if a person was getting their morals from the Bible, they would practice all of that stuff. But they don't. They get their morals from a separate, independent um, place like society, which I think is where our morals come from. We we interact with each other, and over the course of ages, we have developed certain morals as acceptable and others as non-acceptable. Mm-hmm. For hundreds of years, slavery was acceptable to our society. Mm-hmm. Then we decided it wasn't. And during that time, the preachers were pointing to the Bible saying, God approves of slavery. Uh, prior to uh, the Civil War and even afterwards, they they would preach from the pulpit that we need to keep slaves. Mm-hmm. That is not. Would you consider that that is bad morality to keep slaves to own another person? It's bad morality. Yeah, absolutely. I'm against slavery. Okay, absolutely. so then you're using a separate moral standard than the one in the Bible. If uh, you think that well, we shouldn't kill homosexuals, again, you're using a separate moral standard than the one in the Bible. The places that you're pointing to, it's. It, it's in it's in a certain book that were designated for a certain group of people to live by at that time. So, so we don't need to go by the Bible anymore. We don't need to no no no, no commandments. No. If, if you're following, if you're going by the Bible, Jesus came to fulfill that old. Um, so we don't need the Ten Commandments anymore. Uh, that was in the old commandments. So, so, so basically, most Christians, when most Christians would believe. That unless it was reaffirmed in the in the New Testament, then those things in the in the in the old um, are not. Um, you know, not bad. For, for example, here's an example. Here's an example like eating something like shellfish or pig. Well, it's clearly shown in the Book of Acts that um, these kind of foods are clean now, so we can eat them. But anyway, the point the point I was trying to well, say is that hold, hold, Jesus hold, himself hold. said that one not one jot or tittle of the old law shall pass away until all is fulfilled. And he fulfilled it, and so I that's thought why. Revelation fulfills it. But but if you're going by the source material, you're saying you're you're right. He says these things aren't going to pass away until until the proper time that it's fulfilled, and he came to fulfill that. So because because at least it's fine. You don't have to agree with it or not, but 
because this is off the, the point I was trying to make was that in my worldview, it's like atheists more often than not are more ethical than Christians. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So if you think I was trying to bash atheists, like you totally misunderstood the point there. Okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, a, a lot of times I, I get I get into a kind of a, a role where I'm defending atheists because I've had to for so long. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, we can have that whole extended time. That would take a really long time to have that talk. But I just, I, I do want to close off here, um, maybe the next 10 minutes. And I do want to say this, that, um, okay, Jesus never existed. Let's say he was fantasy. At least if you're going by the source material, okay? Let's say the whole gospels are all fabricated. Yeah. At least in that story, what you have more often than not is the people who are not like Jewish people. Those are the people who are more often than not in the New Testament following Jesus more closely. And uh, for example, like the Good Samaritan parable, that just goes to show it could be the priest, it could be the preachers, the teachers of the law who see the person hurting and they don't go and help them. And yet someone like a, like a Muslim or gay or a, an atheist could come along and they're going to be the one who goes and helps them. So that's what I see when I read uh, the New Testament. I see that Jesus was more often than not amazed by the faith of the people who were like not Jewish, or we would say these days, like they weren't Christian, but yet they had faith that was stronger yeah. than like the no, people no, who were in church. I 100% agree that we, mm -hmm. that people who follow Jesus as an example, rather than resorting to the Old Testament, are much better people and much more uh, moral people. Um, one of the things, though, mm -hmm. that a problem that I and most atheists have with the New Testament is are you, you're familiar that the Old Testament was the old Jewish Torah, right? Yeah, we just had the a, Old we, Testament. We've huh? had a Hasidic Jew on three times now, and okay. uh, we're doing a right. conversation. You with know the that there was no hell in that. Uh -huh. They didn't have hell till Jesus uh -huh. came along. Jesus uh, brought the concept of eternal punishment for sins against um, against the heavenly Father. And that your your soul will live forever in in, in either um, paradise or hell. Mm -hmm. Now, those are anathema to atheists, um, Western atheists. I'll put it mm -hmm. that way, because one, every single baby that's born is is born into sin, and they have to spend the rest of their lives uh, trying to make up for the sins of the very first humans, according mm -hmm. to the Bible. And that, I mean, God belief is just one part of the religion that's a problem. The real, to me, the, re, the problem is that you have to toe a certain religious line uh, to get your soul, which, which is infested with sin, to, to go to heaven, all of which have, none of which have had any evidence that they existed. Now let's, mm -hmm. let's just take the soul just for a second. Mm -hmm. The soul, according to Christians, contain our mind body and personality mm -hmm. mind and personality mm -hmm. they survive our death mm -hmm. those are two claims mm -hmm. they live forever that's mm -hmm. three claims they have a place that they go to when they die heaven and hell have to be separately proven to exist mm -hmm. they've never been proven souls have never been proven mm -hmm. all of this there's like 27 main claims in christianity that nobody really seems to address uh, i put them in a meme that i like to post occasionally but can you put it up there? It's not just the God claim. Can you put it's in the, the religion claim, especially the sin claim? 
Can you put Go it in ahead. the background? Okay, that's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, if you make your screen full size, you might be able oh, to read, read some of it. Yeah, I can see. I can read all of it. Thank you. Can't get my arm off camera. Because <laughs> I just need one more minute. Uh, yeah. I've got an article that basically I took this item from that I can put the link into the article. Yeah, anything you want to put as far as your society or your podcast, we'll put all the links in that. You just send that to me and we'll put links to any Facebook stuff that you guys have in this, um, in the video, in the video description. So so we are uh, we are out of time because we go we usually go about one hour, Larry. But uh -huh. I do want to thank you for your your time and your. I do want to thank you for your time and your your feedback. I think <laughs> I think the more conversations that we're having like this is a good thing because honestly, just just really really imagine this. Like we're 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 separated right now by a continent, okay? Uh -huh. An entire ocean. I, I live well, in South world. Korea. <laughs> yeah, I live world. in South Korea. Yeah. So I live in South Korea and a hundred years ago, you, you mentioned going back a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, like this conversation would not have been possible. Sure. So we're at a new stage of human uh, evolution, if you want to call it evolution, but uh, where we're, we're progressing and we have the ability to interact and to see what, other, what else other people are thinking. Because if you think about this, like 50 years ago, I, I know you know this whenever you were a kid, you would have had no idea what a person on the other side of the town thinks, you know, unless you'd have to go and physically meet them and have a conversation with them. Right. Sure. But now in this age with TikTok, do you know what TikTok is, by the way? Make I've heard of, of it. I've, I've not used it. They make a bunch of like one minute videos. People just do mm -hmm. all kinds of silly stuff, okay. stage a bunch of videos, but, yeah. but, but people are able to put out their ideas and to, to make, memes and post them and stuff and that they're able to circulate all over the world just like that so right we're at a very, no, i think it's great yeah so we're at a very unique crossroads of humanity right now and so we're playing a role in the conversations that we're having and uh, it's still a little bit uncomfortable you know like obviously things got a little uncom uncomfortable today but mm. we're still learning it's not a the process is not like complete right it's, it's, that's right. what evolution no. does it's like you gotta, you gotta grow mm -hmm. so but, the, but, you know, we're playing our role and the more conversations we can have to try to um, try to see how we might agree on some issues, yeah. you know, not just trying to find areas that we totally disagree with. But I, I mean, I'm probably sure we agree with 90 percent and stuff, you know, but there's like this little 10 percent that we're going to like focus on. Right? right. And even inside of Christianity, I could tell you I could find another denomination and I swear we could agree with 99% of the stuff, but I agree. I disagree on one issue might be the Trinity or baptism or end times, whatever. And they'll, they'll literally just say like, I'm not even a Christian, you know, or to say like, Oh, I might think that something different, just slightly different. So yeah, that's, um, sure. you know, I think we, we, we can spend more time focusing on the areas that which we agree on. So uh, I want to give you the last word and then we'll close out there. I'd like to invite you on our show. Of course, we do it every Sunday morning. I don't know if you can make it or not. Yeah, I will. In your time zone. 
but uh, we we do it at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning every week. So you're welcome to join us. Um, as I said, my own content can be found at digitalfreethought.com. Mm-hmm. I put a link in there. Make sure you get the link before we close yeah. the Zoom window. Yeah. Um, my own channel on YouTube is Doubter5 or Larry Rhodes. I have a book called Atheism, What's It All About? That's available on uh, Amazon. Wow. Uh, you can reach me by email at askanatheist at knoxvilleatheist.org, and we'll answer them on uh, whenever we do our next show. Uh, and I got, I like to say at the end of my podcast that everybody is going to somebody else's hell. The time to worry about it is when they prove that heavens and hells and souls are real until then don't sweat it. Enjoy your life. And we'll see you next time. So those are my words. <laughs> we had this expression back in California. We said, uh, uh-huh. don't sweat it, bald head it. And uh, oh. <laughs> I actually lost my hair, so uh, yeah, I never oh, no. imagined that one. So, anyway, yeah. really want to thank you for your time and thank you for thank your you. input. And um, I do hope that we can have another conversation in the future. The way sure. that I explain it to our guests, and sometimes some of them we've had for three or four times, is sometimes we're just taking a marker and we're putting it down to visit at a later day. And I explain this like it's in football. If you're at the 50-yard line and, and you need to kick a field goal, that's going to be out of range. It's going to be like 60, 65 yards, actually, whenever you count the hike and how far back that the goalpost is. So the more we can move the goalpost in, just even if it's just one yard at a time, you know, but the more we can move it in, the more closely it can get us into field goal range to kick and get score a goal for world peace because that's really what we should be shooting for because we can agree to disagree and we can still respect each other and but uh, if not for us for our children and our grandchildren so sure. that being said i want to thank you for joining us today at rg mm-hmm. podcast don't forget to visit our website at www.rhepodcast.com where you can find many more webcasts videos just like this and so if you'd also like to send us an email, rhepodcast at gmail.com, let us know a topic that you would like to hear us talk about. Or if you'd like to be a guest, we'd love to have uh, more guests from different opinions. So thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you back again. Goodbye. <laughs>